Hey, everybody. This is Mandy, and I can't successfully use flexi rods on my natural hair. Hi, everybody. This is Ollie, and popcorn is underrated. And this is the Mandy and Ollie podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away, left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. How are you doing today, Mandy? I'm okay, but I have a follow-up question about this popcorn. Um, Mm -hmm. I, too, thoroughly enjoy popcorn. The issue that I have is that I can't go one time um, when eating popcorn without getting a kernel stuck in my teeth. And so I'm trying to figure out if it's the popcorn, if it's my teeth. Like, like why, why is there always the perfect amount of space between my teeth and my gums to get a kernel in there? You know what I mean? And why does it always fall into the space where it's hard to just get it out with my toothbrush? Like, I got to maneuver and finesse it because it doesn't want to just come out on its own. Yep, I would not say it's just your teeth because I was definitely working on a kernel shell for like five minutes before we started. (laughs) It's annoying, and I didn't used to like popcorn, but as I've gotten older, it's definitely become a low-calorie, tasty snack, and I'm like, okay, I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. When I worked at the movie theater, uh, I literally dig for it in my mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked at the movie theater, I used to basically we could take home, we could take as much popcorn as we wanted. Like mm-hmm. the other food, we could eat at a discount, but the popcorn, you could just take it, and uh, the drinks too. And I would take the bag that the cups would come in and just fill that with popcorn, and then go home. So <laughs> I <laughs> looked like a fair bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It looks exactly like that. And I would just enjoy it because, like you said, it's low calorie because I don't really add butter. I don't add extra salt. I understand the experience for some people is so important, but um, I think it tastes better without it. And I don't want that literal fat in my mouth. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like liquid fat. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go eat a stick of butter right now, so why do you insist on Johnny and you your pop? You call yourself an American. You don't like liquid fat. <laughs> why well, I don't know. I didn't know that was uh, in the Constitution. This is America. Or written on the Statue of Liberty. Of <laughs> we put cheese on our chili cheese dogs. I can say for a fact that was not on the naturalization (laughs) test. I didn't take the naturalization (laughs) test, but I have family members who have taken it recently, and they didn't say nothing about a stick of butter. I'm chilling. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, popcorn. How are you doing? I'm okay. Better now that I'm talking to you. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. No, it wasn't supposed to happen. Anyways, do you have any <laughs> goal dates? <laughs> I feel like you said that because I said something to you like, yep, like that yep. one time. Okay. Let me tell y'all what happened. Like <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. However many years ago that we've been knowing each other, I was talking to Mandy one day. I don't know if I was in my feelings, but I was explaining something to her, 
And she said something really, really nice. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that was so sweet. And I genuinely said, I was like, that was so sweet. Thank you. And she was like, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen, but okay. (laughs) 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 I think what I said didn't seem that sweet to me. And that's why I was just like, oh, I didn't say it for that, but okay. (laughs) If it made you feel good. Cool. Totally dismissed my gratitude. So yeah, that is why I said I'm glad. You see, my memory is really intact because that was years ago. <laughs> Just funny. I do word puzzles. Okay. How are you feeling today? I thought you asked me that already. Yeah. Oh wait, no. But then I started talking about popcorn. Um, how am I doing? Look <laughs> <laughs> at that memory, Dory. <laughs> I can't remember stuff for three years ago for three seconds nah <laughs> I know I do remember that you asked me I just don't rem- I didn't remember that I didn't answer because um, I didn't answer <laughs> so I'm alright I had an excellent Friendsgiving in my opinion, even though I did have to start the friends giving off with the disclaimer of there ain't no potatoes of any kind, there ain't no stuffing, you know, mm. there ain't no this, there ain't no that. Wait, you mean y'all didn't have dressing or you mean no stuffing? What do you? What no do you stuffing mean? or dressing. There was neither. Mm. There mm. were no mashed potatoes, no roasted potatoes, no sweet potatoes. Mm. Y'all had macaroni what? and cheese though, right? Y'all weren't completely starchless. Yeah, we had macaroni and cheese. Oh, girl, don't hesitate like that. My heart's There's supposed to be green beans. The green bean person kind of uh, forgot about mm. the fact that we were having Friendsgiving. She thought it was on a different day or a different time or something like that. So there were no green beans. Shout out to her. Still love her. So there were, like, things that <laughs> when I gave that disclaimer at the beginning, I feel like the other party participants were looking like, what kind of Friendsgiving ain't got none of this and that? And I was like, I hope y'all going to get that at y'all, wherever you going on Thursday, because we ain't got it. And But it was still very, very lit. All the food was tasty and delicious that was there. I'm glad. I'm glad. Do you have any goal updates for us? I do. I haven't worked out, and I haven't written anything. <laughs> Like, I started writing something, but I haven't written since the last time I talked to y'all. But that's because it's been very busy with the Friendsgivings and work because we're about to be on a holiday and stuff like that. So that's why part of the reason why I was like, I wouldn't do it by the end of the year because I'm going to have some some free time coming up on this holiday when I won't be working and I'm like, okay, that's the time I'm going to focus on writing this short story. Now, the working out part, I probably should do that, too, if I'm going to have free time. We will see. Pray for me that I make that a priority. Okay. What about you? Um, I don't really have a lot of updates. I unintentionally worked out. Um, my home now has a Ring doorbell device. And that came with a free Amazon Echo type device. So it's basically like an Amazon Echo with a um, with a screen. 
And so I was just testing that out and adding skills. And one of the skills was like a seven-minute workout. And I was like, what's that about? And so, like, it just started and got into it. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this. And next thing I know, I'm doing <laughs> jumping jacks and crunches <laughs> and push-ups <laughs> for seven minutes. They took you back to the schoolhouse. <laughs> they were like, oh, you thought your calisthenics was working? Uh-uh, let's use your body weight. And girl, oof. So that was fun, and it's something I I know I can do seven minutes a day. So even if I did that multiple times, just broken up like that was kind of awesome. So, yeah. All right. Well, look at us making you making somewhat progress, and me acknowledging that I will make progress, which is something. 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 Okay, we're getting into it today. Do you have an entry for This is a Safe Space? I do. Um, My This is a Safe Space is more of a question, though, like an idea or a concept. I'm in this period of my life right now where I have to answer the phone for numbers that I am not familiar with. And I think we all learned from the 90s to the 2000s, whenever people started to get call waiting and caller ID, that you don't have to do that anymore. Like, if you want better for yourself, you're not going to answer and identify a call. (laughs) And right now, I have to, so it's very frustrating. So I'm like, was there ever a time when there was a number that you didn't recognize and you got the call and it was a good call. Like, it was very pleasant. It was very enjoyable. Because I'm like, right now, I'm not feeling that way. I'm not feeling the positivity like I want it to be from these unidentified calls. Hmm. That's a good question. I like that question. And to answer that question, yes, I can think of two times off the top of my head where I've answered an unidentified call, and it went well. The first time was I was in the store with my sister-in-law, and this was a long time ago. And this is like when I first maybe had a cell phone in college or some, some weird some weird circumstance. And so no one really had my number. So <sighs> Let me get to the point. <laughs> so basically, I got a call from, like, my great aunt. And so she called Aww. me, and she had me on speakerphone with other family members. And I was so confused and lost and a little bit immature. And it's not like I said to her, why are you calling me? But I definitely was so confused and young that I was like, how did you get my number and why am I on speakerphone? Kind of like that. And they were just very excited to hear my voice. I don't know if someone told them I died or what, but they were (laughs) excited to hear my voice and talk to me. And I'm the kind of person, like, if I don't really know you, like family or not, I'm not just going to be spilling all the beans and stuff. So that was interesting. Another time I had my um, younger brother, my other younger brother, with me, and somebody called my phone, and they kept insisting that I was joking, and I, w- I they were looking for somebody, and they were like, where is this person? So I put it on speakerphone, and so we just pranked around with him for like 20 minutes. He stayed on the phone with us, and then eventually we hung up. So <laughs> <laughs> one time family-related, the other time prank-wise, but I can't – otherwise, I just think – when I see an unknown caller or a 
spam risk or scam risk that pops up. I just think like telemarketer or someone who has nothing better to do than like, you know, answer the line and record our voices. I think I've talked to you about that. So I just, like, even today, someone called, I didn't recognize it. I answered it and I put my phone on mute because, because one of my theories is that they're recording our voice for future voice recognition stuff so they'll have access to our different accounts. Because I've had people call and I say hello and they're like, hello, this is Jamie from the blah, blah foundation or the blah, blah company calling to, and then they click the phone off, they hang it up. And I'm like, why else would you need me to just say hello unless you need my voice for something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I digress. <laughs> can you tell us why you're having to answer these calls? I have a couple of reasons. I guess I can let the – I've been trying not to let the listeners know one of these things. One of the things I will say is that I volunteer. Oh, I know why. I'm so silly. I didn't know why, but I, it just clicked. I know. <laughs> so you still want me to share? Um, you can share the one that you can share, but not the other one. <laughs> okay. So I I volunteer with uh this nonprofit organization. So sometimes I have to answer the phone in regards to the people related to that work. But definitely as I get their numbers officially, then I try and save it because I need to know what's going on. But the other thing... Uh, Ali said I don't have to tell y'all, so I'm not going to tell y'all. <laughs> so I didn't think of sometimes when I've had a positive, I am having a hard time thinking about it. Like, I used to like to prank to, to prank call people. I miss doing that, but I also miss mushing people in the face, and I've been told I can't do that anymore. So I've just accepted that there are some <laughs> things that I did when I was young and childish oh my gosh. that I can't do anymore as an adult. And uh, prank calling is on that list. Cause you remember you were like prank call, maybe like Pizza Hut or something, mm-hmm. and then Pizza Hut call you back. <laughs> something like that. I've also gotten call numbers that I didn't recognize, and it was you. Yeah, that's because I be having different phone numbers. I like to keep it fresh and unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Even amongst the group, she's like, you don't need to know it's me. You don't even know it's me. <laughs> like, you almost didn't get answered, but sure. Right, but yet you did. <laughs> yet you did. Oh, my goodness. So are you finding that some of the calls you're picking up are more positive than spammy? Are you finding that people are waiting for you to say hello and then hang up? Like, what's your intake like for these calls? Oh, I was really already getting that, that, Ooh, where'd my brain go? I was already getting those spammy ones where it was I would answer the phone and there would be silence or it would be an automated number like trying to buy something slash sell something from me. And uh, the ones that are pretending to be my credit card company. I did get uh, I do get the notices that my prescription's ready. That's pretty positive. <laughs> I'm like, good. I can go pick that up. I hate having to call and ask them, so I guess I appreciate that they call me, but they also started texting me, which I prefer even more. Like, nobody calls anymore, pharmacy. Just hit me up with a text. Let me know when it's good. I'll be there. Thanks. Uh, 
of the calls that I am waiting for, they haven't really been too great. I, even the ones I thought were, I realized uh, this is scam too. <laughs> and it was the my time. <laughs> and that makes me very sad. So y'all pray for me that uh, I'll be able to go back to the period soon of not having to answer an identified calls. That everyone that needs to have my number will have my number. Mm-hmm. I think of that motion. It's a great life. The people that need your number, whether it's five or 50, they got it. Everyone else, block. I think I might have accidentally even blocked people who might know me because I'm just so quick to, nope, block. <laughs> <laughs> like, even local area code numbers, I'm like, nope, block. <laughs> it's a little, little, little trigger happy. Anywho. <laughs> what do you have for This is a Safe Space? I want to talk about... Picking and choosing outrage. So there's a photo from this very popular reselling um, website on their Instagram, and it shows Lizzo at the AMAs. And there's a picture of Lizzo, and they made a meme. Lizzo has the word me in front of it, and she's carrying her micro bag, you know, those bags that are thousands of dollars that can hold like a quarter. She's carrying that, and on the bag it says my bank account. And so... When I saw this, I wasn't too happy about it. It didn't seem on brand for this website because they're a fashion reselling website. They do work with some celebrities, and it just didn't make any sense to me why they would post this. So this is what I said in my comment um, to the company. I said, the implication of Lizzo being big and the bag being small is in poor taste in my opinion. Even if Lizzo embraces and promotes body positivity, I don't see how this meme was necessary. I also see some of the same people who jumped on a fellow reseller for using the word, quote, poor, failing to address address this company in lieu of a good kiki or the it's just a meme slash joke vein. Excuse me, I'm getting my words put together because I'm getting emotional. I'm getting like aggravated at them. In lieu of a good kiki or the it's just a meme slash joke vein. As others in the reseller community said, the focus could have been positively put elsewhere. So a lot of people agreed with me. And some people just kind of went over their heads like that's not what they're saying and nobody's being fat phobic and da da da. And I was like, I never used the word fat phobic. I just said it's clear that they're implying that Lizzo is big and the bag is small. And I just don't see why this had to be pointed out. And it also bothered me, like I said, because there was another person who used the word poor the other day and everybody jumped on her. Everybody posted their post personal story about how I was poor and I grew up and I did this and da 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 and poor and da 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 and I'm just like I don't like selective outrage I'm definitely a person like wrong is wrong whether you're talking about somebody being big whether you're talking about somebody being poor whether you talk about somebody with it be a disability wrong is wrong and right is right so I don't like it when people pick and choose their outrage and it also kind of bothers me when people are like well explain what you mean I'm like if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. And it's not for you because I feel like at this age, if you're 65 and on the computer and responding to everyone who feels like this is wrong, then you're just not going to get it. You're not trying to. So I just wanted your opinion on it, Mandy, because I know you saw the follow, the follow. <laughs> I know you saw the photo and you saw my comment. So what do you think? Do you think 
that I'm reaching? Do you think that this is just a good kiki? What are your thoughts? Something that you said to me that I wanted to add to give perspective Mm -hmm. a little bit is that people were trying to insinuate that they were saying the bag is small and my bag is small. Like, oh, I don't have that much money in my bank account because I'm always spending on here, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but you could have just said my bank account. Right. <laughs> the fact that they put the me over Lizzo and doing the comparison to big and small is where your issue was. And I agree. I'm just like, or even, I'm annoyed that people are trying to be angry at you for being, for not agreeing with it, for not liking it. The fact that they're outraged by more by you saying it's in poor taste. I'm like, you now you really want to be mad. Now now you are trying to find a reason to be outraged because you just, you know, Ali just shared her opinion. She gave her example as to why she thought it was unnecessary. That's literally what she said. I don't see how this meme was necessary. And then people were like, oh, well, you're just trying to do this and that and the other. And like, chill out. <laughs> That's something else I wanted to say. Someone commented, y'all are overreacting. They could have posted the same photo with Kate Moss. It would have been the same thing. And I said, no, so why didn't they, they couldn't have. Or any other skinny white female that you, or uh, model that you, insta- right, why didn't they? And no, it wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have been taken as the same because they're comparing big and small. So, no, it's not. And it also disturbs me that they haven't taken it down and it doesn't seem like they're going to. And the fact that they could just be so dense or pretend to be naive is bothersome to me. Yeah, I mean, they definitely can. If only a small group is providing outrage and the large majority is agreeing with them because it doesn't directly affect them and they don't feel outraged by it and they don't want to change their habits in it, then they're going to you know, like I said, they're putting more outrage on you sharing your comment than on the people adding their, than on the website making the post. Right. Another another comment I saw was someone say, um, someone said, y'all making fun of a plus size black woman in this type of climate is not it's not funny and it's not appreciated. Someone else came and was like, this isn't about the fact that she's a woman or that she's black. It's just about the fact that the bag is uh, small, which represents the bank account. And I'm just like, part of me is like, you're choosing to be oblivious. And the other part of me is like, you're not the disenfranchised party here, so you don't get a say. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're not the person in the photo or akin to the person in the photo, a black woman, a plus size woman, or the intersection of the two, and and you just don't get it, then you don't get a say on whether or not it's offensive. No, like this, this, that reminds me of, um, don't wanna, well, maybe I shouldn't say it because we need to get political <laughs> up in here, but I'll just give an example and pretend like it has nothing to do with politics. But if you're talking about a certain subject that has tended to affect a certain community, or in this case, the picture is directly showing Lizzo, who is 
uh, plus-size black woman, and you're saying, well, we can't talk about the fact that she's black or plus-size or a woman. What, <laughs> but that's who she is. Like, we can't talk about the, the realities of the people that are affected by this by this situation. We can't talk about that. We need to talk about it separate from all of those things. But you can't because that's what the conversation is about. Those are the people affected. Like, it doesn't make sense. It don't make sense. It don't add up. It doesn't make sense, and it doesn't add up. So I guess my conclusion is, like, or I would implore you all, y'all know it's my favorite word, to be... She does like to implore. (laughs) To be fair, like, wrong is wrong. So call out all the wrongs. Don't pick and choose the wrong or decide, you know, most of the people are having a good key key here, so I'll just join in, like, you have your own mind. You're your own individual. And I'm not saying you have to agree with me, but don't fake oblivion with me because I will call you out. And I'm usually not even in the comments like that. I see trash stuff all the time, and I'm like, that's trash. But for this, I was like, no, I'm going to speak on this because this is ridiculous. This is a company that technically I'm in partnership with, and y'all are doing trash behavior. looks bad on y'all, which means eventually it could look bad on my pockets. So y'all need to stop. Yeah. Again, I I agree with you in saying they don't have to agree with you, but my issue is the outrage over you providing your differing opinion and there being more distaste for that than for what people did. I'm like, sometimes I, I rarely, um, rarely, rarely comment. I'm trying to do more of it for the podcast, but I rarely comment on anything, on my personal or um, for other things. And when I do go in the comments, getting ready to comment, when I see people going back and forth on some tomfoolery stuff, that's when I'm like, okay, never mind, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) for example, Jay Ellis just had a baby, and he posted a picture of, yeah, from Instacare of, like, his baby's foot and his hand and the mother's hand or something like that, both holding the feet, some something like that. Mm-hmm. And there were people in the comments who were like, oh, this is why Lawrence cheated on Issa, you know, making a joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Lawrence cheated on Issa or Lawrence cheated on me or it's my baby, you know, just making, but mostly, like, even with the jokes, a lot of them were like, blah, 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 here goes Lawrence, but congratulations. Then there's some people in the com- who would take another person's comment, either the person saying, we see Lawrence and Issa aren't getting back together, or Lawrence, I thought you were going to be my baby daddy, and then making comments like, well, you know he don't like black women anyway. You know he don't like women of color anyway. I don't even know why you thought. And it's like, you wanted to make this thing like, you wanted to be outraged about the wrong piece. <laughs> like, you would have, and that's what I'm like, I don't even want to say congratulations to this man for his child. And I'm sure he's not really paying any attention to it, but I'm just like, the, the, the parts that you want to be outraged on, the parts that people want to be outraged on, it's so exhausting. It is. It's, 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 
Like, I didn't even used to read comments and stuff. And then, like, my younger brother would talk about comments. And I was like, is it a big thing? And I would go down there, and I'm like, oh, this is funny. It used to be funny, like, people leaving, like, silly stuff. But now it's just, like, vitriol. And I'm just like, I think that's how you say it. And I'm just not here for it. Like, I'm not trying to go back and forth with anybody. And it's like, when when you do say your piece, like, even this lady who commented on what I said, like, she wasn't understanding what I said. She wasn't trying to understand. And then she was trying to be, like, snarky. But I just kept my peace. Like, no, I'll be polite. I don't have any reason to be snarky to you. We can have a discussion if you'd like. But she wouldn't even welcome that. It was just like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to shut it down and be snarky. Right. Because that's my point is, like, your opinion that that she posted wasn't a direct attack to say, this retailer community ain't shit, and I can't believe that they would do this, and I'm boycotting, and everybody should boycott too because they are against body positivity and blah, blah, blah. You were just like, this is in poor taste, or this is in bad taste, uh, or it was unnecessary, and uh, I don't agree with them posting this. And other folks are like, well, you have a good day, sis, because clearly you want to be mad that <laughs> that they made a joke. And, it's like, and that's why your edges is pushed back and your, t- your kitchen is messy. And I made that extra. Or they could have been like, well, I don't understand what the issue is because I was trying to do a different accent and I did the same one. Let me check this again. <laughs> I just feel like I don't understand why she's upset because in my theory, this has nothing to do with being black or being a woman or having anything to do with her being a big girl. I mean, I wear a size 8. I'm a big girl, too. We're all curvy. I just feel like if she wants to be to have a small bag, then we can laugh at it. <laughs> There's also a few, oh, she's reaching, she's overreacting. There's nothing wrong with what the company said. This is just too much. You guys can't take a joke. I cannot stand this sensitive era where everyone's emotional. That's her head exploding, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I just don't understand why. I think I just wanted to do voices now. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just... I just want to have Masterpiece Theater with with doing different voices. I just don't understand why this meme has offended you. I mean, it's just a joke. Why are you making everything such a big deal? Why are you trying to create a problem when there isn't one? You're just one of those people that likes to hate on everything. Well, I'm going to hate on you and tell you how why you must be like a big girl too if you're offended. Maybe you just need to go and work out and then you won't be offended anymore. That's a good point. So one of the people that I clicked on, the same woman that commented back to me, and I I usually don't do this, you guys, but I did it this time. I went to her profile just to see what she was about. And she is a plus-size woman, but she has some trash ideologies. Some of her, um, like one of her posts said, it was like person at the doctor. I have heavy breathing. I, you know, I'm getting headaches. I get dizzy a lot. And it was like, doctor, have you tried working out? 
And I'm just like, okay, that's your first ideology. And then she says something else about autoimmune diseases being um, like things in your head, and we can't see them because it's things in your head, and like you're not really in pain. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I didn't argue with you already because I knew you were a troll, but now I know you're a trash troll. So I'm glad I didn't waste my time <laughs> arguing with you. Uh. I mean, that's a whole nother bag because arguing with, with someone like that who has no kind of who has done no kind of research in terms of the health and wellness community, but posts a lot of memes and gifts about it. Again, exhausting, exhausting. <laughs> mhm. Exhausting. Oof. Are you ready for the meat and potatoes for today? Meat, potatoes. Yum, 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 because I didn't have any at Friendsgiving, so I need some potatoes. We can do that for you. So, you guys, <laughs> we got our first written um, advice email that someone asked for. We literally got it today. We're recording today. So <laughs> We're recording today. You don't know what today today is, but we got it today, and we're reading it today. Have to know. But we did get it today. I just don't want you guys to think we were, like, sitting on it. It came in today, and we decided we were going to talk about that. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what the person said. I'll read the whole thing. I'm not going to chop it up. I'll just be a little fast. So please listen. Mandy and Ollie, long-time listener. Love y'all show. Okay, y'all can't see it, but I just put, the, put up the finger guns, and I point it. Love y'all show. Okay. I need y'all advice. <laughs> So I've been talking to this girl for a while now. We would go out and have had a genuine connection in which we would talk through problems we have and would help each other if we had issues, for example, financial issues. So last month she was going on hard times and couldn't pay for her rent. So me, being the person I am, I offered to help and I gave her the money for her rent and utilities, more than $300. I just want to pause and interject. I wish, <laughs> I wish my rent and utilities was just more than $300. That's, okay, I'm not going to tell you what percentage that is, but it's, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> continue now. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, and she was like, my power is about to get cut off, and could you send me more money? The thing was, I had already given her money, so when I asked her what happened to it, she said she had something more important come up. And the important thing was that she bought a bag. When I pressed her about it, she ghosted me. What do y'all think I should do? Thank y'all so much. Keep being a great podcast, ladies. Thank you so, so much. Not going to say your name. You know who you are. So we'll start with you, Mandy. What do you think this listener should do? At this point, there's nothing that they can do besides stop giving people money. But I don't know that they should right off the bat just stop giving people money. But you've literally exhausted all of your options with this one particular person. I don't know if you're asking because you're upset that you lo- you're out $300 or if you're ex- upset because you felt like you had a connection with this person and now you can't, you know, talk to them anymore or try and rekindle the relationship because they blocked you. Either way... I'm so sorry that this happened to you. I do agree. I'm. I mean, I'm not saying the three hundred dollars isn't a lot because it's. You know, anyone wants to give me three hundred dollars, I'll be like, oh my god, you're trying to give me three hundred dollars. 
<laughs> he said more Somebody than give that. Me, so. Right, and it was more than that. I do agree, like, that's not a lot for rent and utilities. So I don't know where, where she lives or if she was just like, I need a little bit, you know, I need to cover my utilities and I need this much more for rent or whatever, yeah. But that was super kind of you. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering... Are you are you regularly a sugar daddy or is this just like a new experience because <laughs> No, I'm being serious. I'm like or is she regularly a sugar baby? Like I understand that you guys had a conversation about financials, but how long were you dating for you to decide that you wanted to give her money? I said sugar daddy, sugar person. I don't know, you know, what sex you are. Sugar person. <laughs> Um, what should you do? What should you do? Because I said a lot of things, and I don't know if I got to an answer. You should definitely be mindful about who you give money to, A. And I always said I only lend or give what I can afford to lose. So if you were anticipating to get that $300 back, then you shouldn't have given it. So I... I'd only give people the amount of money anticipating that, yeah, I might never hear from them again. I mean, I hope to hear from them again, but at the very least, I expect I will never see that money again. Is that the type of person you even want to continue a relationship with when she seems like she's not, clearly she's not good with money because she chose to spend it on something that was, she said something came up, but in my opinion, like she prioritized a less important thing than her lights being put on. That was emergent. <laughs> like, to me, your utilities are a little bit more emergent than a bag or a purse. Hmm. I have In my opinion. Perspective. Which is fine. I, that's why I'm glad that we have two heads. Two heads are better than one. You get millions hmm. of little answers. So, I have two different perspectives, and both in favor of both parties, actually. I think... The person who gave the money, our listener who wrote in, I think, as Mandy said, that was very generous of you. Whether it's $5, $10, you paying for a meal, you paying for rent, utilities, whatever it is, it's always generous to give, especially if it's low or you don't have it or you do have it. That's always a choice, a conscious choice. So I applaud you for even deciding to give. And if it's a case of you're interested in this person and you're still interested in her and you're trying to figure out how to reach out to her, I would reach out to her and not bring up the money just yet. Maybe, hey, can we get together and talk? Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. But and he got blocked. No, he said he got ghosted. Oh. oh okay. So In my mind, that meant you, blocked. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> then you're really still interested, like money aside, then I say you try to reach out again. And if it becomes a habit or she again tries to get you for your money, then I would have that conversation. I wouldn't just give it to her if she asked. On the flip side of that, you did say she bought a bag. And the first thing that came to mind for me was those people that are low on money, but maybe they're going on a job interview or a fancy place, so they buy something to keep up appearances or to maybe get in somewhere real quick. So it could have been an investment, like I'm going to wear this bag to this fashion firm and maybe I'll get hired or I'm going to take this bag here or something. And I'm I'm sure that's far-fetched from people's minds. They're probably like, no, she raised her rent on a bag, which could also be an option, but that's just 
where my mind goes. I'm like, why would your bag be more important than your rent and utilities? And if that's not the case, why lie to me about it? Like, I care about you. Um, we have a good connection. If you needed some extra money for something, why not just be up front? So that was But that's my point. Is side of it. Yeah, she wasn't up front because when she originally talked to him about it, she said she needed money for rent and utilities. So he gave her money for rent and utilities. And then, and then she came back and said, oh, my utilities are about to get cut off. And she's like, and he's I keep saying he. I don't know if it's a man. The person said, I gave you money for your utilities. What happened? So they had to backtrack and say, well, 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 there was this bag. I I don't think that my I don't think that you should go back and forth with someone about how they spend their money. Even when you give them money, that's once you give it, it's their money. It's their so, business. Yeah, you're right. So I agree with Ali in that if that's what they wanted to spend their money on, that's totally fine. But you don't have to keep giving the money, and you you know. Just don't make it an argument. Don't make it a discussion. Like she said, you can try and reach back out and see if you can continue the relationship and Mm -hmm. just not let money be a factor or an issue. Yep. We'll see how long that lasts. (laughs) But I take, no, I mean, I take that really seriously, especially for me being a woman who dates men, I find that monetary, <laughs> I'm just giving that disclaimer, money comes up a lot. Yep. The, it it does. Like, I went to a podcast event about a week and a half ago, and the host was kind of like putting the question out there about a guy spending $200 on a second date, and he asked the woman he was out with if she would cover the tip. And oh, I think I saw that. I didn't answer, but I saw that. Okay, yeah. So I was like, why? I had so many follow-up questions. Why is he taking her on a spending two hundred dollars on a second date? You don't know this person. Two, I believe whoever initiates the date is the person who pays for the date. So you sh- and because you you plan for the date, so you should know how much money you need to to do the date. So why are you, why would you spend $200 if you didn't have enough for 200 in the set? Right. I, I didn't used to agree with your sentiment about whoever invites the person over should pay for the date. But because again, as I've said before, I'm just used to offering to go Dutch up front just to take the pressure off of any kind of situation. And I'd say about, 50% 50% of the time, people are like, yeah, let's go Dutch. And the other 50%, the guys are offended. Like, no, I'm paying for this. So <laughs> it's it's funny to me that you say if you, if you ask, then you should be the one to pay. And I think I agree with that a little bit more now. Yeah, I mean, if someone asks me to pay for myself on the date, that I will pay for myself because I don't leave the house without money. But what if I did? What if I did that day? Because you asked me for a date. I just feel like you should be prepared when you are the person who plans the date. And that's not 
gender related, but for guys, they usually feel like, well, I'm the one that asked you out, so I'm always the one that's having to pay and blah, 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 blah. Like, if I like you enough, maybe I will offer to pay for the tip. It's not that I can't pay for the tip. It's why are you asking me to pay for the tip? Why are you asking me for this, that, and the other? So, wait, I just feel I'm like... Confused then. Are you saying in this situation where the guy takes on a $200 a day and asks her to pay for the tip that you you wouldn't be okay with that? That was the example that we're getting with the podcast. I am not completely opposed to it. I just didn't understand why he wasn't prepared and why he was spending $200 on a second date. I don't see it that way. I see it as... Because I've had this happen before, and not necessarily like opposing, but I would offer like if the if the price is two hundred dollars for our dinner, then of course yes, I want to at least carry the tip or pay for the. But tip. that's a different energy. Time. That's a different really? energy for it's offering a, as opposed to be. No, he the example that the person it. gave was you got the tip, <laughs> so that <laughs> that's why it's a different energy to me. If I off, I will go out with someone to the movies. I'm like, do you want me to get snacks or do you want me to cover the tip? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I've gone out for no spend November. I haven't offered to pay for anything because I'm not spending money. But <laughs> but <laughs> I've gone out on a lot of dates where, like you said, I go debt or, or I offer to pay for a tip. My general philosophy, though, is whoever initiates the date should pay for it. So I've gone on dates with guys where I pay for the whole date because I was the one who said, let's go out and do this thing. Like, I planned the event. And I don't look at it like, well, they better ask to pay for this, that, the other. They better offer to pay for blah, 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 because I offered to take them out. So that's why I say my my thoughts on it are non-gendered specific, but also I'm not opposed to paying. It just, to me, it it makes everything feel very different when a money dispute gets involved. And that's where I think the issue is with this uh, listener who has written into us. Now that there has been a money dispute, that energy for that relationship is going to be totally different. Like all of the connection that you guys have made, I don't know how well that's going to go because now even though you were giving, like we both initially said, you were giving, you gave $300, you did not have to do that. But she's looking at you in a manner of, I asked you for something and you didn't give it to me or you questioned me about my life and my money and my situation when all you had to do is say you didn't have it or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, now the energy is going to be different because of this, this money dispute. And I don't think that it, and she ghosted you. So just to me seems like it may not be something that is able to fix because like money disputes are just so easy to dissolve a relationship. It's, finances are like one of the major causes that people have divorces. Yeah, it's like, a, I want to say they said 50 or 80% of the reason. It might be 50% of the reason. That finances are 
really big deal in all relationships, and I feel like they're a big deal because we don't talk about them. We're told to keep a lot of our finances private. Don't let anyone know your situations. Don't let anyone know what you're. In, don't let anyone know what you're invested in. Like vastly disagree. Hush hush thing about <laughs> you don't think there's this big hush hush thing about money? No, I vastly disagree that you should keep it hush hush. <laughs> I agree oh, with you yeah, that people want it to be. <laughs> I'm saying that's what it is, but we mm. shouldn't be that way. The more we talk about money and like. We all know people, we need money for everything, light, food, clothes, everything. We need resources. Resources come from money. Like, we know this. So for us to all just go along with this, oh, we, we can't talk about that. No, 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 no. Like, it's just so weird. And so the more we talk about it and the more we open up about it, the more we make it normal conversation, the easier, I'm telling you guys, the easier it is with all your relationships, your family, your friends, the people you're dating, your workplace. Like, the more we talk about it and normalize it, the better it'll be. I do want to go back to this um, the, <laughs> the listener who wrote in and say, I wonder exactly how the conversation went on because you said you pressed her about it. And then she goes, yeah. so I'm hoping you didn't, like, berate her or, like, you know, wag the finger. You shouldn't have done this. I hope that wasn't how you came across because sometimes people might make the mistake and say, oh, I thought I had enough for rent utilities and your little three, not little 300, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and your, your big <laughs> 300 dollars, yes, your, your stacks. Big 300, your three stacks, the three stacks is. 3000 Your 300 would help me, and then I messed up, or I forgot about this payment, and so I had to use that money for something else in addition to this bag because I thought I had the money. So in this situation, say she thought she had the money coming in from somewhere else, so she used his money for the bag. Do you think she should have returned it or just kept it and did what she Returned the bag? No, the money to him. She definitely shouldn't have returned the money if they didn't talk about returning the money. Again, I say I don't lend. I only lend what I can afford to lose. So it doesn't seem like the issue is her returning the money. The issue for him seems to be how he spent the money, how she spent the money. I keep saying him. I don't know if it's a dude. <laughs> God. You want to make that the title of the episode? I don't know if it's a dude. Anywho. The issue seems like you said the conflict that came from this person lending her money and then how they felt like she spent the money and now they have a conflict based off of money and their relationship is in a bad place. I think uh, I think you should talk to people about their finances, I think, but I think that you should talk to them so that you can be mindful of it, not telling them what to do. Hmm. So that's what I, why I said I don't know if that's someone you want to continue to be in a relationship with if it seems as though she is not good at managing her finances in the way that would align with you, in the way that aligns with you. Like if that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to be. I'm surprised. In the way that. Because I'm, I'm like, like a cheap person. And no, I, well, I'm just, I'm, I, 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 sorry, we're talking <laughs> to each other. I'm just shocked that you're saying that instead of saying, I'm not that you're supposed to say this, but I'm shocked that you're not saying, you know, maybe, because it doesn't seem like they're in a relationship at all. That's number one. No, but I I'm don't surprised. think that they're in a relationship, but 
I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm it's okay. I'm shocked that you're not saying something along the lines of maybe you guys can help each other with better managing each other's finances if you talk about it as friends. But you're saying if she's not in alignment with how you're thinking now, then bye bye. No. Well, what I'm saying is they've gotten into an argument about finances that has caused her to ghost him, and not necessarily an argument. Something happened. They got yes, into a dispute of some kind. Some kind of issue came from them discussing money. Mm-hmm. And right now we only have the writer's perspective, so we don't know how she feels about how it was broached. But I feel as though, you know, I tried to look at it from the from her perspective to say you can't tell her what to do with her money. And you, you have to, but for the most part, I'm like, if she doesn't want to talk to you and you offered her money and it became an issue, I guess I'm very much like a checking up the deuces type thing. Like, I do believe in working stuff out to an extent, but I'm like, these just look like a couple of red flags that I would personally let that go if she's not interested in talking to me. Like, she doesn't seem that responsible with her finances. I gave her money. She came back and asked me for money again for the same thing that I gave her money for the first time. Now we're in an argument. Now she's not communicating with me. Or now we're we're having an issue, and now she's not talking to me because of the issue. I don't know that I want to continue this circumstance. I wouldn't. It sounds like the writer does, but I wouldn't want to continue. I'd be like, well, on to the next one. I think it's worth giving another shot for if you're still really interested in this person and you enjoyed the conversation and the time you guys spent together. Again, without the financials being something like don't become a money cow for this person. You're not a personal bank. So if that's Mm -hmm. off the table and you feel like you could still, you know, make something out of the situation, I say go for it. All right. So Mandy says check up the deuces. Ali says work it out, but don't let money be your demise. Yes. I second that motion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I kind of still want to talk about dating and and talking about money, though. Like, now that we've opened up this door, we're still in main topic. Now that we've opened up this door, thanks to our writer, and because we have differing opinions, I'm just like, this is a good thing to talk about. That's a whole nother episode. How about we give it eight more minutes? (laughs) I don't know. How long have we been talking? Okay, we have been, well, you know it's different. How long we've been talking and how long the podcast has been going for is different. But right now we're at an hour 26. Okay. Yeah, I think we can give it eight more minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm to the age now where I feel like, yes, I want to talk about your financial situation, not to get all of your nitty-gritty details, but to to figure out if you do align with me for a future because I'm I'm dating or I would be dating someone with a purpose for a future. And 
financials is part of that. Not for someone to be my sugar daddy or to take care of me financially, but because I have good credit and I don't want you messing up my credit with your foolishness or I'm very mindful about how I spend things and I don't want us to have a joint account and then money that I've that I anticipate being there for whatever is gone because you went and spent it and didn't, you know, consult me or or let me know or, you know, Mm -hmm. any kind of something like that. You just went and did your own thing because that's what you're used to doing. Like, not that people can't move differently, but I do feel like finances is, is something that I need to be aligned with the same way I would want someone to be aligned with me spiritually. I would want someone to be aligned with me in their family beliefs and how they would like to, like, you know, raise children. Like, I think that's one of those things where we need to be on the same page the same way we would with other things in order to really be successful for the future. Hmm. I don't want to be equally yoked during the mindset of someone when it comes to finances. I like dating people who have better finances than me, better credit, better ABCDESG, because I feel like I learn a lot from them or some of the frivolous things I purchase, I don't purchase anymore. Some of the investments that I make, I I see better returns on them. So I don't want to date someone necessarily the same way. And I feel like I've dated people who have had worse finances than me. And not that I've like completely turned them around, but I've been like, you know, not sure about this. Maybe you should try this. Not sure about that. Maybe you should try this. And I'm sure this is this is like a branch on the tree that we're talking about. The one friend I was talking to who's like on and off about marriage, he's decided that he's off the marriage thing again. And I was like, well, why? And he just kept saying he didn't want to burden his potential wife, burden his potential wife. And I was like, I don't, I don't get what you're saying. Like he was talking around in circles. And then basically he said, well, I have debt for this category of my life. And if we got married and something happened to me, then that would go to my wife. That debt would go to my wife. And I don't think about that often, but I think that's really important to know. So I guess I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're wondering why you haven't been proposed to or maybe why, you know, it's taking a while for someone to pop the question, just think about, like, maybe it's a finances thing. Like, maybe this person does have their finances together, but maybe there is some debt they're trying to pay off or something. So it's not a you. It's a... I don't want you to be burdened with owing the government or this company money because I'm dead, basically, type of thing. And but that hadn't really crossed my mind that often. That's something to me, not your friend specifically, but the original example you gave of you've dated people who are in a what would be considered a worse situation from you and you've tried to help them improve. And if you were in a worse situation than someone you're dating and they can help you improve, like I am all for improvement if that's what people are trying to do and educate themselves. So I do like, that's part of it. If I'm asking someone like, and I find that they're in a better financial situation, I'm going to ask, well, what are you doing so that I can improve myself? But that's not now that we're in a relationship or now that we're married and, okay, now you help me fix my problems. I'm already making moves to try and improve myself, and then they can give me some sort of insight on how to do that. Or or if I were dating someone that was in a worse financial situation and they're like, oh, you're 
credit is good or you have a certain amount of savings or you have blah, 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 like how do you do it? I have no problem with giving them that insight. But if they're in a worse situation and they're like, oh, you got good credit and that's it, like it's just two statements that we seem to have and then and then we continue to live our lives as we've been living it and they continue to be in their same financial situation and I continue to be in my same financial situation, I'm not going to pull other people up by their bootstraps, even though that is a very antiquated and foolish statement, that whole pulling yourself up by your bootstraps thing. But because there's – I understand. I'm not interested in improving someone else if they're not interested in improving themselves. Like, you can't make people change. You can't make people do better if they aren't trying to do better. So I would definitely be willing to help someone if they are saying, I want to do better, I just need help, I don't know where to start, and blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of times people just need information and resources. But if they're not interested in in looking into information and resources, then no, I don't, I, or I don't, nope. Or if someone looks at me and they said, you're a very nice person and I like you a lot, but I feel like your financial situation is not up to mine and I don't, they looked at me as being lower than, I probably don't need to be with them. Like, yeah, we probably don't need to be together. Mm. Not because I am less than them, but I'm just like, well, if you can't do it, if this is an issue for you where I'm currently at in life, then, yeah, be free. Caca. <laughs> free yourself. <laughs> All right, Fantasia. <laughs> All right, I think we did the eight minutes. Do Do you? Do you think? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because you, you didn't want to talk about it more, so I tried to keep it exactly to the eight minutes. Do you have a recipient for the Underappreciated Award? I do. Actually, My under. Okay. I'm going to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because you just finished. It's my turn. My underappreciated award. Would you like to interject on No. <laughs> nothing, nothing, not a thing. Okay, okay. My underappreciated award is going to oversized clothing. And what I mean by oversized clothing, I guess referring to me because I like big shirts over leggings. We've talked about my leggings thing. I like big jackets over leggings, and I find myself sometimes, like, in the men's section looking at cool stuff that, like, fits nice on me and has this oversized wear fit. And, I mean, like, boyfriend jeans, boyfriend shirts, like, they're not, like, actual boyfriend, but the style is called boyfriend ABCDEFG. Or I was in Target the other day, and there was this cute shirt that was, like, $3, and it was, like, all these different blues, and I was like, oh, it's a men's shirt, and I was like, but it's a men's medium, so I could just wear this over this and put this around here. So I feel like you can do more sometimes with clothes that are bigger. Like if I'm not going to like some gala or some place where I need to be sexy and all the way sucked in, then, yeah, I'm going to throw on some leggings, maybe this oversized T-shirt, oversized jacket, and get my style self out of the house. So I just want to shout out oversized clothing that can be transferred from men to women or women to men. 
Shout out to the oversized clothes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Takes me back to the 2000s. There were a lot of oversized men's clothes, shorts that came down to your ankles. I do try to think about what. Oh, I put on a guy's jacket the other day because I was saying I have a larger bosom, and the bomber jackets that are supposed to be for me and my size don't sit right because they have to go over my curves. So I appreciated the oversized jacket because it fit me in a way that I liked better than one that's supposed to be my actual size. So I can appreciate oversized clothes. Nice. So, (laughs) Mandy, what and or who is receiving your underappreciated award for today? My underappreciated award is going to a very specific someone for doing a very specific thing that brought me a little bit of joy when I woke up this morning. So I woke up, and as I tend to do, I turn on my phone and kind of scroll because that bright light from the phone helps me to really wake up and perk up. And I was on Instagram, and I was watching Serena Williams attempt to bake vegan cookies. And it was so funny to me. I guess she was having a sweet tooth, and I don't know that she's vegan because I've definitely saw her go on vacation recently and was eating a chicken sandwich. But (laughs) maybe she just wanted to, to make vegan cookies today. Not sure the reasoning behind it. And it was very clear that Serena does not cook in her house or bake in her house because she was like, I'm standing in the pantry and I don't, and I'm looking at the things, but I still don't know where anything is. <laughs> she was, was trying to find sugar and she was like, do I have to use sugar? Sugar is really, really bad for you, but I guess if it's vegan, I got to use the sugar. And then she had like four different kinds of sugar in her pantry, but she didn't know any of how any of the sugars work, like granulated sugar. She she didn't know what that was. I'm like, girl, that's sugar. That's the regular sugar that everybody, you know, the most common of sugars. But she had like coconut sugar and there was uh, something that said granulated, but I didn't, it didn't say if it was sugar. And then she was like, well, these cookies are probably going to taste bad because I don't know what I'm doing, but let's keep going. And then she took out her ingredients and she was trying to use it. And again, she does not, she clearly does not cook in her house and she doesn't use sugar. So she had a brown sugar and she had a granulated sugar and both of the sugars were rock hard. And she had her whole, she was trying to get the measuring cup in her hand and she was just poking and prodding and beating the back and the sugar would not move. It was absolutely hilarious. And then she was just like, I give up, I give up okay, we're going to keep making these cookies. I don't give up yet. And (laughs) she was mixing the dough with her hand, and she was like, I don't know if this is sanitary. Okay, we're just going to keep going. These cookies are going to taste terrible. We're just going to keep going. So then I think it was her husband came and started um, recording for her while she was mixing the sugar, and he zoomed in behind her and was like, you could have used the mixer. And she had like a big old mixer on the back wall behind her while she sitting there mixing with her hand. But it's okay. Mix with your hand. Mix with your hand. And I'm like, Serena don't never do nothing in this, in this kitchen. I don't know what prompted her to decide she was going to bake vegan cookies. And then she, I guess, made her mix, added the chocolate tips, let the cookies sit out to rest, started doing a frozen Elsa 
uh, interpretive workout dance, one of the ones where you have to match the screen on what the screen is doing, and then got her nails done while they were letting the cookies race. She decided I'm about to about to get my do my get my nails done like at her house. So her nails looked they looked really cute originally, but I guess it was time for a fill in, and she got her nails done in the middle. And she said, after her nails were done, she said, "Well, the cookies it says let the cookies raise between thirty minutes and two days." So I guess I'll finish exactly. I was like, this must be that vegan gluten free stuff because I don't I mean it wasn't gluten free, but it was like this must be one of those again, the special concepts for trying to make a cookie because even though she used baking powder and baking soda which are natural which are raising agents, I'm not sure why you would have to let the cookies raise separately before you bake them. It was so funny to me, but she was like, I'm just gonna let the cookies raise and maybe I'll finish them tomorrow. Anyways, I got my nails done. <laughs> and I was just, it just brought me so much joy today. I'm like one of the greatest athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. And we got to see her do a very simple, average human thing and struggle at it, but have the best time and still be Serena Williams at the end because she's like, I mean, I can get a manicure in the middle of baking cookies because the manicure comes to my house. And that's why Serena Williams Baking Cookies gets my underappreciated award. <laughs> Congratulations to Ms. Williams, because geez Louise. Yeah. I'm not sure if y'all will be able to watch the story by the time uh, the uh, podcast comes out, but just know that it brought Mandy a lot of joy to know that Serena Williams was out here baking terrible cookies. And hopefully I'll be able to give a follow-up on whether she said the cookies tasted good or not. I would love to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Mandy, would you like to tell the (laughs) listeners where they can find us? For sure. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast. You can send us your letters, questions, and concerns like we got today, our very first one, at mandyandollie at gmail.com. Please be sure to like Subscribe and rate the podcast wherever you listen so that you know when we drop a new episode, even on a holiday week as this week is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We also wanted to mention that technically this is our 10-year anniversary, you guys. We were mm-hmm. doing this recording thing before the recording things was the recording thing, and then, you know, life hit us fast. So. Yeah, shout-out to Fireside Chats. Shout-out to Fireside Chats. It's been 10 years of us working as in a co-host collective, creating some kind of content. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now we're about to, you know, we're almost done with Season 1 of MNO Podcast. Yeah, so stay tuned. So, you guys, we talked about having a giveaway, but now we're going to make it so that all our listeners are eligible. Go to your three favorite episodes. Tell us three of the underappreciated award recipients. Then email us at mandyandollie at gmail.com or send us a DM 
MNO Podcast on Instagram with your answers, and you will receive some free stuff in the mail. We will cover shipping. We will cover the production costs. All you have to do is find three episodes. You have 26 to choose from and give us three underappreciated award recipients. And boom, you're going to get some happy mail before Christmas time. Yeah, so if you get it after Christmas, I don't know. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it before Christmas time as long as you send it uh, your answers before the next, like, two weeks. Yeah, that's what I meant, is if you don't respond till after Christmas, <laughs> then I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you'll get it next Christmas. You'll get it right. before next Christmas. We didn't say which Christmas. Get you eventually, I guess. Eventually, you will get it. So, again, you guys, go to three different episodes. Tell us three different underappreciated award recipients, and you will get some happy mail from Mandy and Ollie. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Yeah, your body made for free. Bye. And you take advantage of it every weekend. Every weekend. I heard some things. I heard some things. But I can't complain. Cause I stuck to you and I asked your name. Yeah, I came with game. Tell me your name. She said, Roxanne. Then you look so familiar. Yeah, you look so familiar. Don't I know you from back when? Yeah, way, way back when.